Greetings mortals, it's Patrick and you're listening to The Great Everything, your source for culture, philosophical musings and other assorted bullshit here on Anchor. So, I want to tell you about this amazing new artist you've probably never heard of, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be a big deal one day. Bach. If you've never heard of him, he got his first big break doing the music for all those Simpsons Halloween specials. So that's his big hit, but it turns out some of his back catalogue is pretty good too. But before we talk about that, I just want to say, how badass is it that he picked a stage name that's just his surname? Bach. It takes balls to do that, right? Not even Michael Jackson tried to go over just Jackson. Or even Bieber. The only place I've seen it pulled off successfully is that Expendables poster. You know, the one that just says Stallone, Schwarzenegger, Van Damme. Ah, you know, just to give you an idea of the kind of level Bach's playing at here. Anyway, the reason I'm telling you this is that it's the 24th of March, and today in 1721, Bach, or as he was calling himself then, Johann Sebastian Bach, dedicated six concerti to Margrave Christian Ludwig of Brandenburg, who he was hoping would give him a job. Bach didn't get the gig, but it's all good, because those six concerti became known as the Brandenburg Concerti, widely regarded as some of the best compositions of the entire Baroque era. Whenever you listen to the concerti and Bach generally, I think the first thing you immediately notice is how his music is both serene and ethereal and peaceful, but at the same time there's just so much going on, it's so busy, it's really complex. There's this contrast between these two elements. I don't want to go into too much detail, so instead we'll just listen to some of the awesome highlights from the Brandenburg concerti. And of course if you like anything let me know and I'll recommend some further listening. Just before we start, a few pointers. First, Bach composed the Brandenburg Concerti for an all-star orchestra, some of the best players in Europe at the time, so the music is super virtuosistic, and especially the harpsichord parts, which Bach would usually play himself. Second, here, he usually has multiple instruments acting as the soloists in the same piece, so there's this continuous assault of instruments battling and responding to each other, and third, most of these pieces of music are in ritornello form. That's Italian for return. So that means that there's a theme that keeps recurring throughout the piece, and the soloists add little flourishes in between. Anyway, let's start. Concerto number two. I love how bright and bouncy and celebratory it is, and that's no coincidence because the main instruments here are trumpets and recorders, and they're very joyous and expressive instruments in their own right. What I've always found really cool about this piece of music is that while the main theme is playing, in the background you can hear this bass line. You won't even notice it because you're focusing on the instruments in the forefront, but then the trumpet comes in and does a high-pitched version of the bass line, and it just creates this dynamic complexity where you're hearing something new but it seems familiar because before you heard it outright it was in the background kind of playing to your subconscious. Concerto 3. This one's super famous, a bit like Vivaldi's Spring from the Four Seasons. This is another one of those pieces of music that in a movie whenever there's a high society event or gala this music is playing. So this is the fourth concerto. 
I'm not going to play this for long. I just want to say I find it quite funny when I hear these old flutes and recorders and stuff. It just always makes me think of some medieval page boy carrying some precious item on a velvet cushion somewhere. And you just know that the page boy is getting buggered in the stables by some fat nobleman somewhere. Ah, culture. So I'm going to leave you with my favorite one, Concerto 5, um, and it's just so complex, there's so much going on. But the most interesting thing to say here is this is the first ever keyboard concerto. So in a way, it's the genesis of all those great piano concerti we got with Mozart and Beethoven and others. I'll leave you with that and listen to the crazy complexity and speed he gets out of his solo on the harpsichord before the theme comes in to close the piece.